welcome back to episode 159 of Tall Boy Radio. We've got another guest for you this week, a guest who is a little bit of a star of the internet in her own way herself. But before we do that, we need to raise a toast and wish ourselves a happy third birthday. Yeah, three years of Tall Boy Radio. What do you make of that, Gazza? Yeah, I've said it when we were two years old, I wasn't quite so sure we'd have made it to two and I definitely wasn't sure we'd make it to three so here's looking forward to four and beyond I suppose. Indeed indeed so by year three we've made it now into the top 10% listed podcasts globally for listeners I'm pretty pleased with that Dave what can we expect from the next 12 months? (laughs) More of the same and I know you guys keep going on about you want to do more outside broadcasts and of course a world record or two thrown in for good measure but you know three years. Why the devil not? Three years is a pretty testament, uh, particularly to you, for you, as to stick to something for so long is pretty impressive. It's yeah, it's very much, very much against my character. So, so, so we are joined by Jessica Fox, who is a star of the internet, if you will, also known as Barbie Fett. Did you want to say hello and tell us a little bit about what it is that you do? Uh, I get naked on camera for a living. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's pretty it. much it, really. I play computer games quite a bit online with all my little nerd friends. Ah, right, right, right. That's interesting. That's interesting. And is that what led you in into like the the cam girl stuff? It's what made me aware of it being around on the internet. Obviously, spending so much time on the internet playing games. But it was actually it was my ex boyfriend's idea. Was it really? We were, watching, okay. we were watching a Trisha, I think it was something like that back in the day. There was a girl on there saying, I make such and such an amount on Babe Station. And he was like, you'd be brilliant at that. I was like, can't watch, I can't do that. My dad watches Babe Station. Yeah, I didn't want my dad finding me. So I looked online, found a few sites. I thought, I'll sign up, see if it's all right. Got signed up, did a week of it. And I was just like, this is brilliant. And I thought, it can't actually be real. Went to the bank, got the money out, and I was like, it's actually real. I've actually just earned money for... I don't think I even took my clothes off in the first week. I just sat and played Hangman. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See, I've read this, and, and there are a number of people who, who do keep their clothes on. Now, we yeah. do on, on TBR, we generally do. It's not fair to our listeners and viewers for us to do otherwise. But yeah, there there are plenty that do. And that, again, that amazed me. So a couple of years ago, there was all this fuss about OnlyFans. And they sort of said that they were going to get away, get rid of any X-rated content on their site. And I was like, I didn't even know there was anything on there that wasn't X-rated. It came as a massive shock to me. Yeah, no, it's mainly X-rated. That When all that happened, I, I'm pretty sure it was a scam of some sort because the guy who part owns it also owns like another big site that isn't getting as much attention now. So I'm pretty sure he did that just to put them in the news. Oh, right. And it was all to do with the uh, payment processors not wanting to be aligned with adult content. So, like, MasterCard and everything stopped supporting any kind of adult pro- like payment processors and things like that after the big Pornhub scandal. They had stuff on there that was not of... Con- with any kind of campsite and stuff, you have to sign up, you have to do an age verification form and a consent form. And with Pornhub being a tube site, people were just uploading other people's content and then that gets into the realms of content that's on there without consent and without age verification and so that's why MasterCard pulled out of that until they pulled all those videos so now everything's consensual through there which is the only tube site that is. Oh wow that's that's quite interesting isn't it I wasn't aware of that. Yeah it's fascinating the adult industry. Yeah well it it is though to be honest with you. It is because there's a, there's a side of it that we're we're probably a little bit ignorant to. Do you know what I mean? Whether you you know whether you're a viewer or you're not a viewer or however it works, there's there's certainly the goings on like under there, the, the underbelly of it that you, you you're unaware of. And like you say, probably a fantastic little bit of PR that the guy you know that, that it was all over the internet that this is what's happening. A load of people are like, well, there's stuff on that that isn't expected. What the hell's going on? Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely mind-blowing. So, taking you back then to when you started off your journey then, your first couple of videos, tell us about that experience. Tell us about, you know, the nerves and what have you. Tell us about how it went. Oh, it was terrifying. Especially, I think I had to, I had quite a few beers the first time I got on camera. 
like I say, I didn't take my clothes off for like about a week. And then I started to feel a little bit more comfortable because people are strangely really, really friendly online. Like it's not as seedy and horrible as people seem to think it is. I think if it was less taboo, people would, it'd be a safer industry for a start and you wouldn't have people being mean, but they are quite friendly, most of the people, because they're paying you money to see you. So they obviously mm-hmm. like you. So they're not going to be calling you terrible names unless, they, well, unless they're paying for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess there's that yeah. side of it as well. And, and have, have, have you sort of experienced that then in terms of, I'm, I'm making a, a massively broad assumption that you probably have in terms of have people been verbally abusive to you and you didn't oh, want yeah. that and you've had to sh- shut down conversations and this, that and the other. And, and is that yeah. like a, a a daily, a weekly thing? Is it, you know, a, a, how sort of, a, how often would, would you be at the, sort of the, the brunt of ver- verbal abuse as such? It's mainly on like the sites where you have a free chat and then you pay to go private. On those right. ones, you've got like three different levels of members. Like you've got people who have paid for tokens, and then you've got people who have registered with the site, like signed up with an email, but not bought anything yet. And then you've got the the free people, with the people who just can go anywhere, can just go on the internet and go onto your video stream. They're the ones right. that usually give you abuse because they're not like a long term member of the site or anything. And then, but you can turn off the comments from them. Right. And you can turn off the comments from the next level ones as well, if they're giving you too much stick. And so at first I didn't used to do that because I'd be like, everyone's welcome. It's Everyone can talk here. And then I just got too fed up with them. And I was like, no, you can go away. Because you get the people just basically saying feet, please, and things like that constantly without putting any money in. That's bad. So, so, so when you are, actually when you are chatting to them, or is it a combination of, you chatting to them via video cam or is it is it keyboard is it a combination of both i just talk to them through the camera some people right, okay. if they've not got the volume on want you to type but i'll only do that if they're paying for my time because i'm not going right. to sit and chat in a room where i can talk so, to people yeah, and yeah, then yeah. i can type just so that okay. the, the missuses don't hear them <laughs> you see <laughs> Yeah, well, they're on a train or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, just sort of take, take, taking you back to, I say, when you first sort of started, obviously the attraction was with the financial side of it. I mean, how 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 did you? Uh, I suppose that the elephant in the room. How did your sort of friends, family take it in terms of once you told them and started to explain what it was that that you were getting yourself into? How how did that work conversationally wise? Well, I'm a little bit of a little bit of a show off and a little bit of a attention seeker which is obviously why I'm in the job <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't but I'm, I'm also one of them who just kind of blurts out the truth all the time so I could yeah. never have heard from anybody I was just like yeah that's what I do for a living everybody in the pub knows all my family yeah. knows my dad like just tells people in the pub yeah she gets her tits out on the internet for a living <laughs> <laughs> Do you think do you think that makes, do you think that makes it a lot easier than because I, I would imagine that there's a lot of people that do this that that, that try and keep it. it a complete secret. Yeah, I think I'd find that really difficult because it's like having the two identities and stuff. I'd find it really difficult to not give away any of my actual details and information because I just I, I just talk too much sometimes. So that's the worst yeah. bit for me is keeping my actual identity separate to my my cam identity. Not so much the other way around because I don't. I obviously don't care if people know what I do. I've I've got to ask a question because I, I do see you know obviously I've done a little bit of research for for this one of my, one of the more four, more one of the more fun episodes to research. I'll be very honest. <laughs> so yeah, foot fetishes. Now when we talk about foot fetishes, I have to make it very very clear. I am somewhat the opposite. I am a foot phobic. I cannot look at feet. <laughs> I've got a real issue with even my own feet. I can't even bear to look at even my wife's feet. They just really. They're not particularly unpleasant at her feet, but you know they just really, really bother me. <laughs> why is it? Why is the deal with guys and feet? I don't get it. One of the most like common fetishes that I get all the time, foot fetish. It's I don't know. I'd say at least one in four or five people have got a foot fetish. I reckon wow. from the numbers I've seen, anyway. 
That's absolutely mad. We we yeah. have a friend in Oklahoma who's a, he does he does a bit of photography in his spare time. Shana McShane, we'll give him a shout out. Everybody knows Shana, God bless him. And you know, so he takes photographs of people as well as scenery. And one of the most common things he gets asked for is, "Can you come and take pictures of my feet?" And he's like, "I can't because they really." He's the same as me. He doesn't like them. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I can't because I don't really know what people get get out of it. So I can't take a photograph that people are going to enjoy because I have no idea what it is yeah. that people enjoy about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and it's dead easy to just take a picture of your feet. To be fair, like. Well, it it is. Yeah, it is. I guess. Yeah. No, They're not really that fussy. Honestly, they don't need it lit properly or anything. They're just all feet. Oh wow. <laughs> I, I, to, I, I, that's weird to me. I mean, feet are just feet. They're, they're, they're neither a turn on nor they're a turn off. They're just feet. Yeah. Something, something you walk on. Part. I don't find. I don't yeah. understand it myself. But yeah. But if if someone's going to pay you money, then hey ho. <laughs> yeah, they like to pay for my socks. That's a common one. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, 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 so we'll actually, so literally we'll pay for you to send them your socks. Yeah, yeah, between 10 and wow. 20 quid a pair. So oh. I'll go and buy, like, I'll just go to Primark and buy a pack of five socks. Oh, it's seven socks, I think, for two quid. And then I'll keep them for, like, six months, wear them every so often, then wear them on the day I'm going to post them out and then send them a picture of them, sell them, send them out. So I never really have to buy socks for myself because I'm kind of just investing. <laughs> you what see people that, get you at Christmas? Can you write that? It's a business expense. <laughs> Yeah. Just just write that off. It's a business expense socks. Oh yeah. I just well yeah. I, just, I just that's mad. On that on that on that point, Gaz just said business expense. Do you do is this an income that you, you have to declare? I mean, do you do you have a, yeah. a, a do you have this a full time job? Do you have another job? I'm um training to be a gas engineer as well. Only because I just want to do something different now. <laughs> okay. I've done it for I don't know, so many years now, over ten years and I'm just like I love it. I still love it, but I know that I'm going to get to a point where I don't. So I want yeah, to go yeah. into do. And it is quite. It's it's a difficult job to kind of like if I wanted to buy my own house, I can't. My income changes so much. It's not classed as a stable income. Yeah. So it's like so I do love it. So but you I need said you'd be more secure. So you you've mentioned that you've been doing it for, for for a number of years then how often are you online is it a daily thing is it is it sort of two or three times a week how, how often would would you put sort of content out there as such or is it do you do if is it a, a live cam that people sort of subscribe to and therefore view or is it sort of video content that they can then subscribe to and then download I do. Or is both, it a combination really? of both? I, do yeah. I don't do it as much at the moment. I've been moving house and stuff, so it's just been a bit of a slow six months with it. But I used to come about three or four times a week for about two right, hours okay. a day. And okay. then make videos one day of the week and then post them on yeah. loads of different clip sites. And then I've got OnlyFans, which I upload to, but I've that's been a bit slow for the last month because I've just been a bit busy. But it's one of them where you can always go back to it and it's always there and there's all there's already so much content on there that it's fine to leave it for a little bit before I go back yeah. to it and in terms of in terms of like you said your videos then do, do you get sort of requests for certain types certain scenarios certain clothing or is it, it is it just you that thinks oh, I'll post something in this or I'll post something in that or do you get repeat requests for, for various things yeah, I get, I get requests for certain videos and then I'll ask them if they want it to be exclusively made for them or if I can then reshare that and put it on clip sites if it's a certain fetish. Yeah. But some of them want me to say the name, which is, then means I can't resell that yeah. further. Yeah. So then they pay extra if it's an exclusive. But if it's just a custom that's made for them, but I can then resell, it's at a set yeah. price and they pay less okay. for it. Is it a bit like, in terms of distributing, you mentioned multiple clip sites, is that a bit like Spotify, where you can distribute it everywhere and each time it gets played, you earn some money? It, they buy it. So it goes on a clip site and it's, say, it's at 5 or $6 for a clip. They'll buy it and then that goes into the bank on that site and they have to go around and check each site, check what's in each one of them and then withdraw it all. Okay. How, many, how many of those sites do you actually distribute through? Oh probably about 10 11 12 something like that 
there's quite a few there's they're all on my twitter and stuff every single one of them that i'm on well the ones that i can remember i'm pretty sure there's probably some that i've later forgotten about that i've put stuff on there and there's money sat in there but i'll find it eventually so so in terms in terms of so, so what would happen? So would each of those sites then effectively hold a, a balance and you, it's you personally then has to just effectively log in, check your balance and then sort of yeah. bank transfer or whatever into your own account? Is that how that works then? So they just yeah. basically, you, your balance just sits there until you decide to withdraw it? Yeah, exactly that. Okay. But they'll there's a okay. percentage when you sell the video. It'll be something like, with clip sites, it's usually about 20, 30%. With live streaming, okay. when they're paying through that, it's about 50, 60% they take off you. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. As far as, because they're bringing the traffic in and pushing the site and things like that. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Guys, you're getting deep down into the details here. You, you're planning on a side project for TBR or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just, I'm just thinking that there seems to be a bit of money that could be made. I'm just thinking, you know, it's like it's handling, there has to be some sort of, facility whereby it almost like not quite like a paypal but you almost like each of your accounts goes into one account and then that automatically at the end of each month or at some point each month gets transferred to you it's, there has to be a system where it's much easier than you having to physically go to each of those oh, sites go under a studio to do that and then they'll take say five percent out of it but they'll put all their sites through theirs and it'll get paid into that oh, okay Right, okay, yeah, yeah. I have got a studio okay. for a couple of the sites that I work on, but it doesn't cover all of them because they're on so many different ones. Right. Just thinking, it, it's, like pretty, it, it's a day's job just checking you and making sure you're getting paid. Sure, yeah. it's an easy way to get it done. It's not great when you're so disorganised like I am. <laughs> i tell you what, though, we, we get a cam girl on Tallboy Radio and Gaz wants to talk about financial planning. <laughs> You know, it's important. It's important. You know, you got to look after your future. <laughs> no, I'm with you there, dude. I'm with you there. So, so going back to what you said earlier, so when Gaz was asking there about harsh comments and what have you, there is an attitude towards sex and nudity in the UK especially that is, is very different to it is, uh, to how it is, sorry, on mainstream, mainland Europe. You know what I mean? If you go to the likes of the Dutch, you know, in Amsterdam and what have you, and the French and the Germans, they've got a very different approach to nudity, haven't they? What is it about us Brits that, that get all prim and proper about it? Stiff up a lip about it. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> wh- 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 why do we? I don't get it. Um, it's strange because behind closed doors, people aren't like that. Because mm, mm. people will say, oh, no, I don't watch porn. And everybody watches porn. Most people. I won't say everybody. Most people watch porn. So, but for some reason, we don't like to talk about it. And talking about it is the way that we're going to make it safer. We're going to make it better for everybody involved in it. And that's the only way we're going to get rid of things like uh, sex trafficking, child porn, that kind of thing. Because if you make it not taboo, the industry, then it's not going to be hidden in the secret dark places. Because there won't be dark places because we're talking about it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. With, with, with what you do, is there is there like real sort of dangers? Um, I mean, presumably there are young people that get dragged into it and the grooming and that side. But once you're an adult and, and assuming you're, you're of good mental standing, you know, you're, you're not vulnerable in that sense. Are there dangers yeah. or is it pretty safe because you're always, you know, nobody knows where you are. Like we, you know, anyone watching would have no idea where you actually are. So does that is that safe or are there still dangerous? It, it that, makes man? you feel a lot safer. Yeah. The fact that it's online and I exist only on the internet. I love yeah. that side of it. You do get, unfortunately, people that try and dox you all the time. Find out your address, find out your name, find out. And like I say, I talk too much. So sometimes I've almost slipped up with my name and things like that. And thought, Oops. Because <laughs> yeah. it's just a habit of being a chatty person. Does Adam need to edit your name out from the intro then? <laughs> No, 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 I don't, I, I don't, I'm going to tell you now, I don't believe that's her real name, because I'll tell you this now, when I started researching Jessica Fox on the internet, I, there was a lot to sift through, and there's a lot in that industry as well to sift through as well, don't get me wrong, I didn't have a problem doing it, but yeah, I, I'm going to suggest, and I'm not going to delve down too deep, but that probably isn't your real name, and please, please, at this point, don't disclose it. <laughs> no, I won't. No, don't, don't, Gaz has given out his address on here before, twice. Have I? Yeah, twice, twice. Okay, 
Well, nothing bad's happened, so I'm not going to tell you again, by the way. So. No, 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 no. You go back, you go back and listen to all the episodes. Bear in mind, there's only four houses on his street. It's not, it's not that hard to work out which one he lives at. <laughs> and you're frequently saying he lives across the road from you, so that's not great for you either. Yeah, he does. Stitch him up. Sorry, yeah. Flipping heck, GDPR and all that, and like, oh my, no, yeah. Okay, I'll stop now. Yeah, I, I don't think GDPR counts when you release it yourself, though, dude. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe not. So how, just out of interest, though, going back to how do we start to have that conversation? How and wh- and when does it start? You know what I mean? Because that's the other thing. When you talk about, you know, sex education in schools and what that looks like, certainly without giving away our ages, it was probably very, very different back in our day than it, than it even is today. And, I don't, you know, my daughter is six and I, I dread to think what it is that she's going to be learning and how she relates it back when she comes home because she whiz. She's another one who's quite happy to share vocally her opinions on stuff and everything. So how or what age do we start talking about it? And what 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 is the sort of stuff do we talk about? Where do we draw the line? That's the real question, isn't it? Yeah. I think we need to kind of talk about it to teenagers. Obviously not going too much into it, but by the time you're a teenager, you are looking online at things. We can't like they shouldn't be because they're not legally allowed to. And they do block them off a lot of sites, but I think we do need to have that conversation with teenagers because if we're having the conversation about them having sex, we need to have the conversation about them watching porn. And they need yeah. to know it's not a, it's not a bad thing to do. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's horrendous. Maybe too much of it, yeah. And then that's see if we talked about it more, we'd be able to say if you watch too much porn, it's bad, rather than just going all porn's bad. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, I think that's, it's, it's the same with alcohol. It's the same with smoking. It's the same with online gambling. It's, you know, it, the, these things in moderation can be enjoyed. And me preaching about moderation with alcohol is, is fairly ironic. The amount of beers I get through on this, on these, this podcast. But yeah, I think, I think the society, society in general, though, has a way to go on, on, on things, even like menopause. That's a big thing at the moment that is just starting to become a sort of normalized topic that you can talk about periods. For, for young people and females in general, that again is just starting to get more more mainstream and more normalised. You, you know, you hear football yeah. teams changing the colour of their shorts, and it's it's an open thing. And I coach girls football and 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 take an interest in the in the female football. And those as coaches, you're you're told that even if you're a male coach, those conversations, you know, obviously involving the parents, but you need to be able to have those conversations. They need to be normal when girls are going through puberty. They're having periods. Yeah. They need to be able to say, look, I'm having, I'm on my period. I can't, I can't perhaps do the full training session. I'm lacking energy. I, my motivation is not right. And depending on where they are with the cycle, it affects affects them in different ways. And that is that is miles away from where that needs to be. So porn is just, you know, it's if you think that's even further away. If you, you yeah, know, it's, it's just one of them it's, one step at a time things, isn't it? Yeah, there's yeah. so so many things that just need to be talked about more, just because they are just normal stuff in life you know you have to look at and, and there's lots of sort of previously were taboo subjects so you would look at the lbgtq community and that and, and the conversations around that and that's just starting to now be slightly more mainstream in terms of people are slightly more open to to conversations and and but you know you would go back 20 years 30 years and that was a real taboo sort of subject and people were alienated for for, for how they felt and this like the other and 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 I suppose, and I hope in a way that we get to a point in, well, it should happen now really, but, you know, within a year, two years, five years, ten years down the line, that actually what was previously perceived to be a little bit of a taboo subject, actually you can have open conversations. And, and I, I agree that I think I think educating the, the, the sort of the, the teenage generation just in terms of, you know, when we were growing up, the internet wasn't around. It, it you know, I'm, I'm 49 years old. You know, it wasn't around. It, it was, it's, it's been brand new. So I've sort of lived through the, the, uh, sort of the, the advancement of, of the internet and what you can see. And don't get me wrong. You know, the internet's a fantastic place and it's a fantastic learning tool. It's a fantastic educational tool. It, it you can have lots, lots of enjoyment on the internet, but there is a, a darker side to it. I think you need to educate people about that and. And the more education we can give, the more informed people are about the choices that they make. And that that's, it goes not just for porn, that goes across society as a whole. You know, the, the more we can inform people and the more we can we can give people 
the, 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 the pros and the cons, the, the more that they're allowed to make their own choice, but it's informed choices as opposed to choices that maybe are, are, are forced upon them. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I absolutely yeah. agree with you. I think, I think I think the more conversations you can have, the, the, the better it is. Definitely. It brings lots more to light then. It's just, it needs to be, it needs to be tra as transparent as it can be, this industry. Yeah. Otherwise, people are going to, people get hurt in it. You know what I mean, that's why yeah. I like consent on porn sets and things like that. That's yeah. now become a big, like, talking point after the whole James Dean thing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So just taking it back a little bit and, and, and changing topic. So something something just struck me then. There's something you said earlier as to how you first got into that, that it was that it was an ex-boyfriend that encouraged you to do it, yeah, or, put, or first planted the idea in your head. How yeah. has it, how has it affect, affected having relationships just out of interest? Some people are quite funny about it. There's there has been times when guys have said, No, I won't go anywhere near because you do what you do and too many people know about it and like if they've got children then they worry about that. Yeah. So but I'd say and then sort you do get the guys who are just like, Oh, that means you're dirty or this means that it's but yeah. then some most people are quite open to it. I think I get more stick off women. Yeah. Unfortunately, still. Right. Okay. But then you also get guys who think, "Oh, she does that. She must be a right goer." And you know <laughs> what I mean. That's. <laughs> have you had friends or family have basically distanced themselves from you because of what you do? Not so much, really. Actually, none of my family have. I've... One of my family turned around once and said, "Why does she have to do that?" Like, I don't have to do it. I want to do it. I enjoy doing yeah. it. So it's all—it's always that kind of opinion that. I've been forced into it in some way. Yeah. Because they, they think like you wouldn't want to do it just off your own back. Mm. Well, I'll, I'll be honest, yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. It's one of those things. Probably, oh, probably one of those Brits is probably a little bit too prudish to do it myself. But I guess it, it is a mainly sort of female orientated industry, isn't it? There's no, I, I know there are dudes that do it. I stumbled across a few, didn't click on their sites, God bless them. You know, they do what they do, I don't have to watch it. But, you know, do, are there, do you know many of many guys that do that kind of thing? I know one guy who's just started doing it only because he's going out with a girl who also already does it. Right. And he does my tattoos. <laughs> oh, not really? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's my tattoo eyes. So he was telling me like he's getting into it. I was like, yeah, it's good. Do it, get it done. But men don't tend to earn anywhere near as much because, well, most men send, not most, I won't say most, some <laughs> men send pictures of it for free all the time. So the market is saturated yeah. with dick pics. So yeah. women aren't going to pay for it. Hey, we, we've only we... go on a site, on a dating site, and talk to someone, and two seconds later, you've got a dick pic. So we're not going to pay for it, are we? You don't even have to be on a dating site. We've had a mirror at Tallboy Radio, would you believe? Have you? Yeah, off, off a guy who looked like Wagner off the X Factor as well. God bless you. Oh, no. I know. I, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I didn't message him back, but if that's what he wants to do with his time, bless him. What it is about three ne nearly 50-year-old blokes that, that gets him going, I don't know. I, I'm, yeah, they get, a, they get a thrill from just people seeing it. Yeah. I, yeah, I get yeah. people uh, messaging with them, and then they pay for me to race it. Really? To, to race yeah. it? Oh, wow, yeah, okay. just a dick rating. Send me so, a picture, send me some money, and I'll rate the dick. Oh, One okay. out of ten. So, so what? <laughs> do you ever do you ever say send me another fiver, and I'll have a have a rating from a different angle? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that that's two odd things. That one and the socks. Are there other things like that that are just seem that would seem a bit odd that you get paid? to do loads. i get loads of fetish and kink guys i get i get um giantess fetish a lot because i'm six foot i don't know why that means that i'm a giant because i'm i'm probably about a couple of inches taller than them it then makes me a giant but yeah they make me stand against the door and tell them how short they are and that i could stand on them i get small dick humiliation guys who i have to shout at them tell them how small and how shit the dick is that's fun. That's always good on a day where I've had shit customers all day. I'm like, I just want to cop someone, give them shit about that. Proper, yeah, just fence. Literally, you're just like, you're having it now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they love it. So then they get a rating and they come back for me to just shout at the dick some more. <laughs> I, just, 
I'm doing something wrong. People have been doing that to me for free. I've not been paying them. <laughs> yeah, the giant test fetish thing. I've, uh, I've had to buy a little toy farm and a little Eiffel Tower and put them on the floor and put my camera on the floor and kick it all over, pretend I'm a giant. Eat jelly babies and pretend they're the jelly babies. Uh, little cars, little toy cars, roll them all up my arms and pretend they're in the car. Do you have regular? Are they are some of these people regulars? To, yeah, to yeah, do I've, got, these... um, I've got a few regulars. I've got one regular I've had for 13 years. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. It's mad. It just, I just, I've just got visions of what was the, was it like Chewits or something where they, they were trampling on the, that, they did have it back in the day and it's like trampling over a city, this great big There'd have been loads of people <laughs> getting off of that. Really? Yeah. It's a massive fetish, a massive fetish. That's why, like, wow. when the last Resident Evil game came out, you know, the big vampire lady, yeah. and everybody was, like, simping for her on the internet because she's a giant. Simping? Wow. What's simping? Yeah. What's simping? <laughs> simping is, like, when you're kind of obsessed with someone and you just, like, little heart eyes over them kind of thing. Okay. Like, you'll do anything for them. You'll give them loads of money. That, that's what simps are. Okay. I can't believe you've never heard the term simping. I must admit, I've never heard that phrase. I'm also missing the trick. I'm missing the trick here because I'm I'm six foot five. Six I, foot, I, I was going to say I, was, you I could, I could be making some money. Come on. Well, I'm not so sure, dude. Though you know, the beer belly might have put a few off. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there's fetish out there for beer bellies, dude. Yeah, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Gee whiz, I'm not sure. I want to explore it though. And there's fetishes for everything: yawning, sneezing, laughing, crying, farting. Really? And you don't. And do you get approached over this kind of stuff? Yeah, I, I'm constantly getting loads of different ones. But there was one guy who I had to get me, I got my trainer, and he wanted to see one side of it, and then the other side of it, and then inside, and then underneath, and then I had to get the other trainer and do exactly the same thing. What? And I had to do that with all the trainers in my wardrobe. And is that with your clothes on or your clothes off? Clothes on. Really? And one guy I had to pinch my nose and stroke there. And then he paid for me to watch his camera. And you know, you get them little plastic swimming clips. Yeah. He had a metal one on and he was just going to town on himself. Right. Okay. That was I, a strange I, one. I, I, yeah. I, I imagine the shoe guy's banned from JJB. That's why he has to go to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it was only trainers he wanted to see. No heels, nothing, just trainers. Wow. Do you, think, do you think, how much of that is just a female? showing the trainers or could it be anybody i mean thinking adam again if adam if, if adam said i'll show you trainers do you think he'd have paid adam is it the trainers or was it you or was it both i think some of them sort, like seek out people that they fancy to do it i think that's what it is because you go through the site and you'll see loads of different people on the site and you'll pick who you want to pay for it or like they'll pick who they want to send a message for a custom video to and a lot of the time it's somebody who looks like somebody they know you get that like so it looks like the neighbor or it they look like oh i hate to say it one of the family members that's a, that's a horrendous trend at the minute is it really oh wow okay yeah I mean, wow. so just going back to say um, and without going into sort of too much detail are there some i'm sort of making an assumption that there are some things that that you will have been either asked to do in terms of fetish that you've refused to do. How, how often do you get? Uh, how, how do you? Uh, how do you get somebody if you refuse to do it to then? I suppose how do you let them down gently, or do you just say, "No, nah, I'm not doing that." You can. I do just say I don't do that fetish. Unfortunately, I don't, do I don't kink shame anybody for whatever their fetish is, as long as they're not hurting anybody else. Yeah. Go ahead with it. It's not, as long as there's consent on both sides and it's not hurting anybody, yeah. then all fetishes are fair game, I'd say. Yeah, just although, 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 although maybe you 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 could argue, I suppose, if it's consensual, but, but there might be pain on one person or another in terms of either a dominatrix or whatever it may be. But as long as it's consensual, then, yeah, then, that's it. There's yeah, consent there. Is... With a dominatrix and things like that, there's always like a contract beforehand. Yeah, same yeah, with yeah. like yeah. financial domination where you get someone to send you money, you basically bribe them. You'll say, I'm going to send your wife this if you don't send me such an amount of money. 
and they get off on that, but you have a contract in place beforehand where it's, you send it back. It's like no, no, you don't send it back. You keep it still, but okay. there's only like certain amounts that you're allowed to take from them, and certain people you're allowed to contact if they don't. But they always do pay, so okay. you don't have to anyway. But they'll give like their passwords to things so that you can basically ruin their life if they don't pay you, and they get off on that. But you don't actually ever go through with ruining the life because wow. that's not the job. Do you know what I mean? No, well, they're, they're, they're paying to be in effect genuinely blackmailed mm-hmm. yeah and if they and, and they run the risk of if they piss you off or they don't pay you could well, if they don't, go if they, you can you only do that with a, a sex worker you trust because obviously you could get somebody who would just turn on a room in your life yeah. but if you're a proper sex worker you wouldn't do that yeah wow <laughs> I, I, I find that utterly utterly bizarre because i think part of the reason why a lot of it is so secretive is that fear about other people finding out but i guess you mm-hmm. know some people obviously get off on that fear yeah well they've got a share button on Pornhub. i don't know what that's about i don't know who's going to be watching a porn and go oh i share this with all of facebook <laughs> my aunt margaret won't see it yeah <laughs> wow well yeah uh, i i yeah i, I, just, I can't get, I can't get I, I, no, I'm just trying to get my head around the fact that somebody will pay you to be in a position where you can actually then blackmail them. I I, I just find that weird but fascinating that and then the human mind is just a fascinating thing, but yeah, that just doesn't that just doesn't compute to me. I don't That's I don't my favourite that, thing but. about fetishes and kinks and stuff. It's like the psychology behind it all is just so interesting. I ask people sometimes, like, how did you find out you like this fetish? And it's usually yeah. something way back in the childhood where they go, oh, I remember seeing this and I yeah. got hard over it. And so, oh, um, yeah. That's it. It's fascinating, though. There was an old detective magazine in the States and it was blamed for a lot of serial killers because they used to put, like, pictures of very sexy women on the front in very, you know, obviously in various compromised positions with a guy with a knife over the top of them because they were telling the story of murder, but they were sort of sexualising it as well. And just about every serial killer in the states has come across, pardon the phrase, this magazine, yeah. this magazine in 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 his time. And it was, you know, it, it it was. I forget the name of the magazine, but it has been attributed to a lot of that. So it's mad. I tell you what, I find that utterly, utterly mind blowing. Do you know what I mean? I I always, I'd like to think I'm pretty open minded, but I'm feeling a little bit shocked now. I'm, and, and terribly, terribly innocent as well. I'm going to be honest with you because it's not stuff. It's not stuff that I've experienced in my life. But wow, that, that, yeah, that is utterly, utterly crazy. A lot of the things that, that you've said is that you 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 will be you'll do sort of streaming and you'll do videos and stuff. Do you do sort of videos and stream or with other people? Is it just solo? Have you have you been approached to do? either with, with sort of one person, two people, three other people? Is, is that something you would do? Have you been asked to do it? Have you refused it? I've asked, I've been asked a few times, but I'm I'm quite shy. So, like, people in real life, unless they're in my local pub where I go in all the time, I'm, I'm a nervous little wreck around them. So I don't, I've not branched out into that because it's too nerve-wracking, the idea of it right. for me. Yeah. Okay. And then if I didn't, like if it was somebody I didn't fancy, I wouldn't be able to yeah. even pretend to act yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. It just feel really awkward and horrible, I suppose. And then that just yeah. defeats the whole objective it then. For anybody then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the, yeah. there's a, I've done content before with an ex-partner. And then oh. it's, he had to sign forms and things like that as well. That's another awkward thing about it. You have to have verification for everything so it has to they have to have the age verification so if i said to someone oh do you want to film this i'll give you a blowjob and i'll put it on only fans it's like but sign this form and then this form first please yeah yeah so i mean i mean in terms of that then it is is it go down the route of like sort of the revenge porn type thing so you would have to you know it's that type of you're gonna have to sign this just in case if I video it, then we break up and we go through this horrible breakup that you're not going to then post it here, there and everywhere type thing. Yeah. 
Well, that's what um, that Stephen Bear just got done for, didn't he? Because he uh, had cameras outside his house and filmed the girl while they were having sex and then put it on his OnlyFans. And then as soon as they were aware of it, it got taken down straight away, obviously, because they've not got consent and verification from her. But it is classed as re- and revenge porn now you can get sentenced for because it's yeah. illegal. It's, it well, hasn't, it wasn't before, but I'm glad now that for the legislation, it, it was it's only sort of relatively recently, hasn't it, that I think the legislation's come in. So yeah, it's the uh, last few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the one where they they either have or they're looking to change? Because wasn't isn't the are they looking to change or they just change it? Because either before or they want to change it from it was the there was you had to prove the intent to cause harm before you could be prosecuted, and they're looking to change it so that. You don't have to prove intent if you release it without their permission and it causes yeah. harm, then then yeah. you can be found guilty. Yeah. Which I think is is, is right. You know, these yeah. these videos are, are personal and, and just because you might have filmed it on your camera, yeah. um, it, it, it's not the same as, you know, people always talk about taking photographs in a public space. You take a picture of a town centre, you can do what you want with it because it's a public space. This yeah. this isn't the same. It, it's it's a completely different ballpark of, 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 yeah. of personal stuff going on so it all boils down to consent at the end of yeah. the day it's like whatever you if you consent to it you're you're consenting to it at the time of them taking it but you're not consenting to it then going further or anything like mm-hmm. that so it's definitely the blame should not be placed on the person who's the victim of that because they're not consenting for it to go further just like you can consent to kissing someone but not consent to sleeping with them it's like the two different things do you know what i mean yeah i'll be honest with you it's one of the most reassuring things i've heard tonight really is the the fact that there is that verification that there is the consent and there is just it's just you know just the paperwork that surrounds it don't get me wrong you know what i mean when you you know you're getting someone to sign and sign a document saying they're going to get a blow you know it probably takes a little bit of a shine off of it for him for that moment but at the same time, I think I think it is really, really reassuring that it is that heavily regulated because it's one of those things you always you always fear that it it could be an industry that just pays lip service to it, if you'll pardon the pun. You know that yes. it is it is just something that you know they say, yeah, we're, we're serious about this, but they don't actually do anything about it. And I guess it's, in the last it's probably... ten years, it's gone so serious with it. It's so strict with your ID has to be like passport or driving license. It can't be. Back when I started, I went and got a little 10 quid ID. I don't, I don't can't remember what it was. It was not proper. They wouldn't recognise it in a pub kind of thing. Yeah. And I was able to sign up with that. Whereas now it's got to be, it's got to be legitimate kind of ID. Which and what, is and what are the sort of sanctions or the consequences? Is it just a case of if you haven't got the necessary ID or paperwork, A, you can't work in the industry or B, because obviously there's no paperwork or, or so sanctions for the people that, that subscribe to these channels and subscribe to them. But it, in terms of the people that are working for them, what what would be the, the sanctions in terms of if they didn't provide the paperwork? Would it literally just be you can't come and work for us? Or, yeah, and we just, if that, you wouldn't sign up to the site, if you had anything on the site already, it, everything would be taken down. Uh, and would you share that with other sites then? If if somebody had tried to do that without the necessary paperwork or whatever, would would that be shared across the sites, or is it just a case of well, we're going to look after our own, and if that person wants to go to a different site and try their luck with a different site, then so be it, sort of thing. Yeah, I think they'd still be able to go to other sites because the sites don't really communicate with each other very much. Yeah. They're quite. There's quite a big rivalry between them. Like you're not yeah. allowed to mention other sites on certain sites. Yeah, yeah. Because like, that 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 brings. I suppose that that makes me think. It, you were talking about an industry. Like I can't believe I'm going to talk. We've got to go along and talk about legislation. I can't believe I've got you are to legislation. <laughs> I know I got. But but it talks. You know, in terms of just trying to have those conversations and make it. I suppose. No, more non-taboo then you need you need an industry-wide acknowledgement that these things are in place and these safeguarding things are in place it's not just one or two sites it's an industry-wide thing because otherwise it, they then become i said the dark web and the cd side whereas if it is open it is transparent then actually 
you know, for those people that want it, it's available and, and, and it goes back to those conversations again, doesn't it? That the more conversations we can have, the better it'll be. Yeah. And, and to but me, it's one site will talk like, to another. Yeah. Because the tube sites don't have any kind of verification, nothing. It's just, and they'll, people steal videos, people will pay for videos and then steal them off, somebody else will steal it off them and they'll put it on certain sites and it's just there on that site and you don't know if that person's of age or anything because yeah yeah and i suppose that goes back to what i was saying about it. if if different sites and different organizations or whatever talk to each other and and there is that commonality that would actually stop that type of thing happening because the content wouldn't be shared necessarily i mean i don't know i might be being a bit naive and a bit too simplistic about that but it, it, if if all of the different sites and whether it's streaming or, or downloadable of the content, if they all talk to each other, it then becomes a bit more, the whole industry becomes a bit more transparent, I suppose, which is yeah. what you guys want, really. Yeah. The thing, the problem is, though, the big sites like that really don't, they don't care about the... They don't give a flight, yeah. They don't okay. really care about the workers that much. They, they do right. what they need to do to stay within the law and stay within the payment processes laws and things like that they are uh, they just want to make money yeah that's yeah. unfortunately it's capitalism with isn't it capitalism yeah. with it isn't it so yeah it's it, unfortunate it, 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 some some pretend that they care and like they kind of do but not to the point where they'd go out of their way right okay so sl slight slight change of topic then Barbie Fett, tell us about that name. That is a cool name. I'm not gonna lie, it's a big Star Wars fan. I'm, I'm, I'm that a is a cool name. I'll yeah, be honest yeah. with you. When I saw yeah. it, I was like, okay. I like I'm that. a big nerd. Hence, I've got Boba Fett on my arm. Yeah. So you big Star Wars fan as well, then? Yeah. 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 Oh. Huge Star. I've got lightsabers on my fingers. <laughs> nice. No, so, okay. So so I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask a question about the elephant in the room. Then so Phantom Menace. It's got to be the worst film ever, and it surely. Oh, it's horrendous. Yes, thank you. But the new ones as well. <laughs> the new ones are just... You could tell it was one director, then another director, and then the same... Like, you could tell because of how disjointed... It's like they were both going with their own ideas and, oh, I hated yeah, it. Yeah. Star Wars should have just been kept for four, five, and six, effectively. It's yeah, the Mandalorian's just... brilliant, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rest space it's like firefly it's amazing yeah okay i i i thought the mandalorian was good the Boba fett was okay not quite as good as the mandalorian but i like the character Boba fett i think Boba fett's brilliant yeah i'm not i'm not sure did the, is it is it the was it the was it and was it Andor? was that another series i'm not yeah i'm just just there, okay. there was a han solo one as well they brought a han solo uh, series out didn't they I've seen that. I've seen that. But yeah, it's got to be the original. Just a new hope. Empire Strikes Back. Return of the Jedi. It, it literally just keep it at those three. Just done. Yeah, the best films. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I can't believe I can't believe your Star Wars keeps that from midnight. Uh, <laughs> but like you can't you can't see in the background. But I've got an Attack poster and Star Wars Galaxy chart and Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm assuming that comes into some sort of fetish somewhere for some blokes. So that was going to be my question. That was going to be my question. See, I was going to ask, is it Lego Millennium Falcon? No, <laughs> oh, it's just a poster of the, the blueprint. Oh. Surely you've got to, there's got to be some guys that asking you about, like, there's got to be some sort of Star Wars fetish going on there, surely. Yeah, I've got the I've got the proper Darth Vader helmet, and I have dressed as Darth Vader for porn. Brilliant. <laughs> okay, that's mad. I've obviously that's dressed as Princess funny. Leia as well. Yeah, oh yeah, I was about to say okay, Princess yeah. Leia in the bikini has got to be a very popular yeah. one. I would. Yeah, yeah. they did that like twelve years ago as well. Wow. Didn't one of my fans bought me the outfit actually. You really yeah. bought you the outfit and then said, "Can you wear this?" And now they wow, that's yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, because you can have like a wish list and then they can't see where you live and they can just buy your things and get sent to you. That's a thing, oh, is okay. it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, do you, I tell you what, I, I, the clogs are ticking again. We, we, I tell you what, we are. <laughs> what the hell did we start a fucking podcast for? We should have been doing OnlyFans. But yeah, 
Well, we shouldn't really. I don't think we'll get a lot of business, God bless I us. Think, I think we don't quite have the right appeal, to be honest, yeah. lads. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, to be honest, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I'm, I'm, I'm married. I'm lucky. I've found two women to marry me. Let's forget about the first divorce. But um, do, 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 you, do you get bought more stuff then off your wish list? Yeah. They like, to, they like spoiling you sometimes. And I've had people send me money to go on holiday. My, I didn't buy my PC. That was bought for me by one of my regulars. A laptop I got before that. That was bought by them. Send me jewellery. I've got a PO box, so they send me just loads of different stuff. So, so they would have paid for you to go on holiday and then I, I'm assuming sort of request content for you in that location, maybe. Some of them do. Some of them do. And some are just like, just enjoy your holiday. And then I will send them stuff anyway, though, because grateful they bought me a holiday. <laughs> yeah, got to keep it sweet, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's wow. it. <laughs> wow, I, I just, I, that's mind-blowing. I just would never think that's a thing but i think i've i think i've bought one dildo ever and then and i've got loads and the rest of them they've bought so see that that's the kind of thing i'll expect but holidays gee whiz yeah i was was expecting something that but we're talking wheel of fortune stuff there aren't we do you know what i mean that's good what's the single biggest sort of monetary donation you've had a couple of grand really wow are you serious yeah, I tell you what, dude. I'm, I'm starting to seriously think about it now. Yeah, I'm not even funny. Just, if you send me a message tomorrow saying we're going to stop the podcast, we're going to, I'll be like, no, dude. We're not <laughs> doing if if they're the only messages you get from me after I've had a few beers, be grateful. <laughs> so, so just out of interest, then you said earlier that you you know you're a little bit shy, and I get that to be honest with you. And I, we joke about it on here, and I've said it a few times. I'm actually a fairly shy individual myself. I'm quite outgoing because there's a camera in between us, and I find it easy to talk. But to meet mm. you in real life, I am. But Gaz will tell you, he takes a piss out of me on a regular basis. We did a we we did an we did an away uh, episode where we were out in the field recording. I was too shy to go and ask people to come to come on the podcast. Something that we've been doing for a while, oh. and, I, and, I, and I do find it uncomfortable. So, do you ever do you, do you ever do what you do now? Do you ever feel self conscious? Yeah, a lot actually. It's the thing is, because I've been doing it for so long, I know the angles that I need to be in. So people ask if I I do enjoy it, but most of the time I'm not really thinking about what I'm doing so much as where the camera is and. What it might How look it like to somebody else. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's not like, as much, like I said, I do enjoy it, but it's not how other people see it. Oh, that would be the best job in the world, doing that for four hours in a day. So, yeah, but I'm, yeah. I'm working. It's not. Yeah. It's quite yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Do you, do you think you've used it in a way that has helped you overcome, or in a way to try and help you overcome your shyness, do you it, think? It's definitely, it's probably the thing that's improved my confidence the most because I think when I was younger when I first started doing it I did it because I was well I was young and I had a a good body but I hate it I had no confidence at all in my personality or anything else about myself and it's only being on camera and having to talk to people constantly and not not the private set like where they take you private not that part just the actual having to communicate with a room full of people and keep them entertained for hours at a time. That's the bit that's given me so much more confidence in talking to people. And because I used to stutter really bad, not as much now. I still do occasionally. <laughs> that's interesting. That's interesting yeah. because we have a friend of ours who's been on the show before, Todd Ornoff, you know, Tio on the TC, another podcast based in Pennsylvania in the USA, and he used his podcast for that purpose. You know, to get over his stutter, he had a really, really sort of, you know, debilitating stutter. So he tells us he he stutters, you know, he stutters very, very occasionally. But to meet him, you would say he is the most confident person you have ever come across in your life. So we, you know, it's it's fascinating. I get that in the pub all the time. People think I'm really, really confident because I'll just go (laughs) and talk to anybody, and I'll go to the pub on my own. Like I don't need to know anybody in there. I'll just walk into a pub. But that's because that's an environment I feel comfortable in yeah. and it's more of a front because it's like if I talk to somebody then I'm not going to be caught off guard by something they say to me straight away because I've initiated the conversation kind of thing yeah that's fascinating that's fascinating so what you know we, we we generally keep these things to around about an hour 
but I'm sure we've still got another couple of questions. But one of mine would be, what's the what's the biggest misconception then about what you do? Hmm. That we're forced into it, like I said earlier, that yeah. that it's not something that I, I want to do. It's something that I have to do. Mm. Yeah. Not that that we can't possibly enjoy it, that we can't possibly get confidence from it. It's empowering, really empowering. Yeah, and and yeah, I, I I sort of get that in a way. I think I think the perception is that you know the it it's almost something that you know you you have it, it would never be a career choice. It's never a choice. It's always a, a oh well, there must be they must be hard ups. They've got to do it, or they've got to do this, exactly. or and it's that sort of oh you know she. Yeah, well, she did. She used to have a good job, and and now she has. She's fallen on hard times, so she's got to go into the to doing this. And yeah. I suppose that 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 must be a really frustrating sort of mindset, such as that actually what you're trying to get out there and promote is that actually it is a choice, and that you did have a choice, and you continue to have a choice, and you choose to do it. Yeah. Even since I was like fairly young, I remember looking at like all the shelves of the women on the top of them, and going, "I want to do something like that." So it's something that I've had in my head that I've wanted to do for ages. Because as a show-off kind of thing, like, that's the perfect outlet. Especially, like, with the nerdy things and being able to dress up in nerdy cosplay and stuff like that. I get, like, the creative side out of it as well. And it means that I think people think that I'm going to be like that in a relationship. But I'm not. I'm fairly quiet. Like, I'm not, well... I wouldn't say I'm 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 innocent, but yeah, and it doesn't make me promiscuous in a relationship. It doesn't mean that I'll go cheat on somebody because yeah. I need yeah. more sex than the normal but, but person. I suppose, or again, it, like I that. suppose it goes back to that. Perception. Maybe that oh you know oh she 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 does this for this so she must be going she must do this she must do that she must be into this and and it's that. It's that again. It's that perception. You do that for a job. That's your living. You earn your income yeah. from doing that. And that's, and again, I suppose the perception from you know a, a lot of people is that oh you know oh, I'd love that anyway. I'd love to be out there. I'd love to be there because oh I bet she does this. I bet she does that. And it's like actually that's not the case. That that and 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 I, and I don't know. I suppose you would find some some women like like yourself that would be relatively shy in terms of in a relationship sort of type yeah. thing you know because actually they're two separate things that, that that's your work life and this is your private life and you keep them completely separate yeah and people think that you're the kind of person who's going to go and cheat on somebody because that's yeah. that, you want it all the time you're going to get it all the time because yeah. i'm not even working with anybody else anyway on camera or anything so but it's still a misconception that people think oh yeah She's just pawn, so she's going to cheat. She's that kind of yeah. a person. Yeah. That can make it difficult. It, that, that's fascinating, isn't it? Really, that, that we we all we all have opinions in our own mind, and, and we're, uh, you're always fighting a battle against prejudice, no matter what you know what you are, whether you do, whether you know what you do for a living, whether it's your appearance. It is absolutely mind blowing when you break it down like that, that. That we're all unique individuals, and we can't be judged on the people that we are. We're judged by what we do and what we look like. That's utterly, utterly bizarre. And yet we encounter yeah. it on a daily basis, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Before we go, have have you guys got any other questions? I was just um, going to ask, you said you're into gaming as well. So what's your current favourite uh, game that you're into? Um, I'm waiting on Hogwarts Legacy to come out on Friday. So I'm going to be getting that and replaying that because big Harry Potter nerd as well. Oh, uh, this one's my favourite games, Portal. Cake is a lie. Halo, one of my favourite games. Yeah. Uh, Final so, Fantasies. Okay. Yeah. So, so it is. Yeah. Okay. So I like Fortnite uh, as well, but that's quite a childish game. But I do <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah. I'm hopeless at them. My lad plays them, but I'm hopeless at all of them. He he get he he asked me to play, and then he just basically says, "Dad, you're hopeless." Mario Kart's about my I went through. Yeah, Mario Kart. Yeah, I went through a phase of playing sort of Zelda quite a lot but then got to a point okay. and I was just like I, I, I just like can't even flag me remember even where I got to but the, there was this bloody ocarina that you had to play at various points and I was like oh my god it's just doing me heading so um oh, and I sort of played yeah. yeah was that the yeah was that was that what it was called yeah, game, yeah. yeah so it, it, yeah and so I went through a phase of playing that sort of stuff for, for a while and obviously the typical 
as, as the male always do, like your, your football manager type games and stuff. But I suppose gaming wise, as, as you know, you call it, that's what, that's what not not really, not not massively. I'll be honest. Like I say, Mario Kart's about, about, about oh, getting Kart. experience, baby. I love Mario Kart. It's great. Do you got any final questions, Gaza? I haven't, I haven't got any questions really. I, I just want to say a big thank you, really, because I, I genuinely have been fascinated with this, this episode. Like just some of the misconceptions and, 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 you know, just sure some of the fetishes that are out there. It's just to blow my mind in a way. But no, no real questions, dude. No, just you know, a, a massive thank you for for coming on and just chatting to us and sort of opening our eyes to sort of, you know, the the experiences that you've had and and. And, and I think, uh, and it, it goes back to what what we said to halfway through, maybe about about just the choice and about the actually giving people informed choices and making giving them the right information, either good or bad in a way, just a balanced argument. And yes, you know what what you do, some people will will like and some people won't, but giving you the balanced argument and allowing individuals and girls and blokes to to make that choice if that's what they want to do, because we're all yeah, about free freedom of speech and all of that sort of thing so yeah no no questions had but yeah just just been fascinated by the whole episode thank you very much for having me on no it's been a pleasure before we let you go we do just need to give a quick shout out to our sponsors so we want to give a quick shout out to ollie's snacks so if you're any olives your nuts your pretzels your chocolate covered pretzels head over to ollies-ollies.com use the promo code tallboyradio or one word all capitals if you're based in the uk and you will get 20 percent off your order with every order placed on their website they donate a school meal to a child in need with the help of one feeds two so finally i've got to give one last shout out i apologize for this but big 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 shout out to steve who is dave's brother who has kindly supplied us with the beer from this episode now dave's brother steve lives all the way over in Antioch, Illinois, and he's brought this beer over for us. So, Dave, what have you been drinking tonight? <laughs> nice one. Uh, I've been drinking this alcohol-free beer because I'm not drinking at the moment, which my brother didn't bring all the way over from America for me. He bought me the same beer, but I'm not drinking it yet. Those pair couldn't wait. They just got oh. straight st- stuck straight in, but now I'm waiting for a drink of mine. Dude. So, yeah, I'll tell you the beers he's brought us then. So we've got Four Hands Brewing Co., Chocolate milk. Oh, hang on, the camera's over here. Chocolate milk stout. Forgot I got the different webcam on. Yeah, which was an absolute humdinger. That was humdinger. Yeah, the Dino S'mores by Off Colour Brewing Company, which is a s'mores flavoured imperial stout. It comes in at a mighty 10.5%. That was a beauty, by the way, as well. It is. And then finally, the Pièce de Résistance. Gazzy's idea about a mint in beer is a good idea. I'll tell you what, based on this, it absolutely is. This one is an absolute beaut. Nitro Thick Mint. It's a 10% Imperial Stout from Southern Tier Brewing Co. So absolutely. Yeah, I told you, dude. Mint, mint, mint and beer. I told you. It's, it's the future. This have is amazing. Just, have you just drank all three of them? Yeah. No, I'm on the third I've drank, one, yeah. I've drank two and about that much. So. I, I, I haven't finished my one yet of my zero alcohol. But I'm, I'm traditionally the lightweight from these anyway. So That's what are it. you drinking Jessica, uh, I'm drinking a marble stout. Can you see oh. oh, nice, nice. So you're nice. in league. You're in league with those pair. I like my stouts. Yeah, well, you'll fit right in here. God bless you. And I tell you what, Dave, <laughs> we're taking your picture off the artwork. We changed our mind. No, <laughs> Jessica's on. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We'll stick Jessica on instead. So. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, thank you very much for joining us. It has been a very interesting and educational journey. I guess yeah. you know when 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 people like us reach out to yourself, I guess you've all you always ask the question, what it is that we're gonna ask you? You know, you don't know whether you know the kind of stuff because you don't you know you don't know us. We don't you don't know what type of people we are. So so thank you very much for being open to it. And probably, no problem at all. I enjoyed you know, it. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad because, like I say, probably. You know, we like to find out a little bit about the other side of stuff that goes on in the world, you know, and things that we don't know anything about. That's the kind of stuff that absolutely fascinates us. And the stuff that yeah. you've shared with us tonight, I found thoroughly, thoroughly interesting. You know, I love saying, to let people in on it and like educate them a little bit more on the industry and stuff. Because, like I say, we make it less taboo and it's definitely going to help the industry. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, and I think that's really, really important. And I hope that whoever clicks on our episode to listen to it, 
just take something away like that because it's really, really important. And it's something, you know, you know, when I'm trying to educate my children in years to come, like I say, they're very young at the moment. But it's something I'll definitely, definitely keep in mind. Like I say, I think I'm a fairly open minded fellow, though some of the things I've heard tonight has been a little bit like <laughs> yowzers. Yeah. <laughs> I still won't be paying anybody to blackmail me. Let me make that very clear. If anybody wants to email me with that one, don't bother. So yeah. So if you want, I will give out our socials. So if you want to, if you want to find us, if you've enjoyed this episode, drop us a message. You can find us at Tallboy Radio on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, and at Tallboy Radio Podcast on Instagram. You can reach out to us on TallboyRadio.com and drop us an email. Let us know if you've enjoyed this episode. If there's anything more you want to know, and we'll forward on those questions to mail at TallboyRadio.com. Jessica, would you like to share out your socials where people can find you if it's something they're interested in doing? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Barbie Fett UK on Twitter. Or it's just Barbie Fett on OnlyFans. There you go. And all my other sites are on my Twitter. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, absolutely splendid. So... Who wants to leave us with a final thought? As I guess, Jessica, will let you leave us first with your final thought. Oh, God. I don't like being put under pressure. That's my final thought. There you go. <laughs> there you go, yeah. As good as any. As good as, as any. Yeah, it, absolutely. Gaza? Yeah, I'd say just echo what I said a couple of minutes ago, really. Really, really enjoyed the episode. Really thought-provoking in a way. And, and, and again, there's a massive misperception that, you know, you, you sort of say to people, oh, we, we've got a cam girl. And so, oh, right, okay. But completely, like, different to what, what sort of they would have expected and, and a little bit more from what I sort of would have hoped in terms of sort of just getting to know sort of the, a bit more of the internet the industry, how you got involved and all of that sort of stuff. So yeah, thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed your company for, for the last hour and a little bit. So again, thank you very much for, 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 for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Indeed. Indeed. Dave. Uh, yeah. Same, same for me. It's been, uh, it's been great having you on just learning a bit about what goes on the weird and wonderful stuff. And, and, you know, I think you're right that the misconceptions that are out there and, and you going on podcasts like this, I don't know if it's something you do more of, but um, I think it's great that you do, you do put yourself out in those positions, particularly when you don't like being put on the spot and you don't like, <laughs> you don't like being I'm behind the camera person. in these kind of these situations, but I think it's great. So thanks. Absolutely, absolutely. I'd echo everything these two guys have said. Like I say, thank you very much for coming on this episode and sharing your story with us. I think anything that anybody can take away from this would be an absolute bonus because it, it's been, I'm not going to, you know, the, everybody has prejudices. You know, we all have them ourselves and it's very easy to judge people who are prejudiced. But think about yourself. Think about how you view the world. Think about how you've approached this episode and how you've listened to it if you're listening to this out there. And and just hopefully you'll take away that things in life aren't always so black and white. And I know Gaz is expecting me to finish on a Morrissey quote, but I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to say <laughs> thank you and good night and thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.